God is preparing the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. I'm so excited to invite you personally to come to the Conquest Conference this year, July the 6th through the 9th. He gave me this theme, Vessels of Glory. The conquest is what God gave to me as an avenue to share what he has taught me that has caused all these revolutionary blessings and deliverances and miracles to come forth that you will learn from me directly and flow in the same grace. Vessels of glory. He's promising that a glory will show up in the earth. And now he's given me a mandate to share the secrets to prepare so you will be one of those vessels God will use in this end time. I am inviting you pastors and spiritual leaders from me to you. Come on, let's fellowship. Let us strategize for what God will do with all of us. We call it the end time global harvest. We've never experienced anything like this. People will get in the water and the glory of God will baptize them. Sometimes I don't even lift my hands and the glory puts the people in the water and we carry them out. happening right here at Resurrection House of All Nations, July the 6th through the 9th. This is your personal invitation. Your life will not remain the same. Your ministry will not remain the same. God is taking his church higher as he prepares us to be his vessels of glory. See you there.
just remembered the testimony of a lady that used to be here. I won't get into how the enemy got in there for them to leave the ministry. But she was married, and the marriage was difficult. And then it got worse until things became physical. And in the fight, the husband hit her and dislocated her jaw and messed up her face. And her face was crooked. <coughs> and then, I don't want to get myself in trouble here because I'm not advocating divorce, but when the covenant is broken, I know that fornication is the only thing that Jesus mentioned specifically. But, you know, hitting your wife and disfiguring her face is a breach of covenant. Okay, now watch. So, she got a divorce and but was struggling with the guilt of divorce. So, this guy now came to marry her. So, she said she did not want to end up in hell. You know, because Jesus said, if you do a second marriage, that it's, you know, that it's an adulterous marriage. So, those things you have to go to God individually. It's not something you can preach as a doctrine. Because everybody's situation is different. I try to stay away from those controversies, and I handle them privately in my office. But watch this, since he brought up this testimony, so you will protect me, so nobody will blame me and say the apostle said. When they tell you, go on to the other side. Okay, now watch, watch. So she prayed to the Lord. If you want me to marry this guy, and I'm not going to end up in hell, then when I wake up in the morning, let my face be perfect. And she woke up the next morning and ran to the mirror. And her face is as perfect. For some of us, we're sicknesses have disfigured parts of your body. It's so hard for you to receive that he paid for it. And when he paid for your healing, he didn't make any exception. Because healing is one thing, being made whole is another. God will heal you, but you need a thank you. Hallelujah. To make you whole. Where your body returns to normal like a baby. Hallelujah. <coughs> I'm going to stay on this word. Because as much as we've experienced the glory in so many ways, we need to get our faith in order. We are not in order. Where healing is concerned. With the much glory we have, there should be more miracles in healing. Hallelujah. And I saw that the biggest thing is we're believing for healing, for God to heal us. He said, no, you've been healed. 
The devil is lying. You've been healed. If you can look an empty pocketbook and receive that you're blessed, and then the money comes, so should you look at your body and declare you are healed by his stripes, and it is yours. Hallelujah. We use faith to access what God has already done. It's already done. You're already healed. The sickness in my body or your body is a thief that came to steal your healing. I am the healed that the enemy is attacking with sickness. And I have to use my faith to maintain my stance and say, no, 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 you're not going to change my story. You're not going to change my destiny. You're not going to change. I am a child of the kingdom. When Jesus saw the woman that was bowed over, hmm? it was the Sabbath day, and the, these uh, hypocrites and, and cynics and critics were watching him to see if he would heal on the Sabbath day. They never dealt with the fact that their own ministry wasn't producing anything. They're only interested in the rules. He said, now, some of you, when your donkey falls in the ditch on the Sabbath day, you go. Isn't that what's happening in America? You will get 20 years for messing over a dog. But they can give you probation for killing a man. That's what happens when nations turn away from God. That's what was happening with the Pharisees. He said, you go get your donkey out or your sheep out of the hole on the Sabbath day because you value it. He said, what about this woman? Watch. Being a daughter of Abraham. I want to know how many of you know that the covenant of Abraham is yours. And that healing is your covenant right. Oh. Okay. Okay. Look. I said a healing is your covenant right. You say you don't have to beg for it. You have to pray about it. You see that you're a son or you're not. Hallelujah. A son comes to daddy and says, Daddy, hey, I need $20. The natural daddy may even fuss. See, man. <laughs> they led me right here to Richard. He might fast, but eventually he'll give you the money. And many of you in your teenage years, when you remember their mouth, you say, I ain't going to ask them because I just don't want to hear their mouth. <laughs> hey, come on, am I telling the truth? All right. that, that's what pride does to you. But you don't recognize that your pride is bigger than your money. That you ought to humble yourself and take the lip and get the money. Because if it was easy to get money, you wouldn't be broke. 
Hallelujah. <coughs> but to be broke and not have the humility to get it, <coughs> now you're, you have a bigger problem. I ask you again, how many of you are sons of Abraham? Yeah. Hallelujah. When the Syrophoenician woman, we'll look at all the scriptures later, she came to Jesus. The Lord won't talk to her. Most believers in America will never have gotten their healing that day. Then the woman kept pleading. I heard some preachers saying, well, it was because she was calling him the son of David. I said, why don't you just shut up if you don't know what to say? Because the Bible calls him the son of David. Before he called him the son of Abraham. And then, finally, the disciples themselves, who should have joined the woman in her plea, started telling Jesus to send the woman away. He said, because she's troubling us. And every time I read that, I said, wait a minute. The woman never addressed you? But you see how the attitude is when you are not the one in pain. Amen. Come on now. Preach. You could, you could Preach. even say this morning, yeah. well, they've been going through this too long. They should have known that, you know, Jesus healed them 2,000 years ago because there's nothing in your body. But as soon as you get a little headache, you start looking for Motrin or Aleve or, or Tylenol. <laughs> it's easy to dismiss someone else's pain or struggle instead of joining in. The disciples should have been intercessors. They said, send her away. She's trouble at us. The Lord didn't answer that either. Now, watch the power of worship. The woman ran to him and fell at his feet and said, Lord, have mercy on me. And then Jesus gave her the ultimate insult. He said, I want you to, your toes, your toenails, your hair, every part of you to get blessed this morning. He says, I will not take the children's bread and give it to dogs. How many of you are children? He said, healing is your bread. Give us our daily bread. Healing every day. Healing is the children's bread. I am a child of the king. And I receive my healing this morning. Watch. I keep pointing these things out because the American culture is so filled with hot air. We get offended so easily. An American would have walked off and cursed him out. I said, what kind of preacher is this? 
calling me a dog. That's why I keep telling you, make sure that the Lord Jesus you believe in is the one in the Bible, not a figment of your imagination. If he called you a dog, would you still believe he's the son of God? You're getting offended for much less. You're snapping over every little thing. And then you get over it. But do you recognize the damage you're doing to the people you're snapping at? Watch. <laughs> the woman said, yes, Lord. I know I'm a dog. Watch. He said, but the dogs eat the crumbs. Hey. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. So why are you snapping and making noise and it's because you don't have faith. Amen. Jesus said faith. This woman's faith was great. Amen. Let me give you understanding of what you never understood about that story. Why didn't the Lord talk to her? Why would the Lord call her a dog? He had not paid the price for the healing of the Gentiles. The woman had no covenant right. But when she humbled herself and worshipped him and accepted that she was a dog. I keep telling you, this is what distinguishes me from most people preachers you see and all people that God has blessed after God blesses them now they were not weak now they've always been strong everybody was a straight A student you only find few people like me that'll be telling you where he brought us from I'm telling you the truth I'm a weak man made strong by the power of God you are healed You are a child of the kingdom. You have a right to the table. The woman can get healed by crumbs. And I have a seat at the table. Somebody's lying to somebody. I'm healed. This is my covenant right. And God will not lie to me. So stop praying, Lord, heal me. Start thanking him that you're healed. Start declaring it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. I am, hallelujah, the righteousness of God in Christ. I am complete in him. 
So you need to get out your vessels and collect the juice from the press. The pain is um, immense, but get the juice. Collect the wine. Get the oil. Come on, this just flashed in front of me. Both hands up and begin to thank God that you are receiving now the result of this word. You have faith now for, for your healing. You have faith now for your deliverance. You have faith now for your miracle. Beloved, did you hear the word of faith? Funded, as my children say, from the altar. It's all about healing. Those of you that are sick, he's, he keeps talking to you. You're healed. He paid for it. You're healed. He said, well, pain is still in my body, but you're healed. That's what faith is for. God kept coming to me for six years. I've blessed you. And I kept asking him, but where is it? That thing took six years from me. Six precious years. 72 months from me. Until one day it dawned on me what the problem was. And I said, okay, thank you, Lord. I received the blessing. And I left that meeting, and this confession came to me. I did not know that it was the Holy Spirit Father in me. Because I said to someone, hey, God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. That is the testimony that I had received it. When you receive something in your spirit, the proof is the confession that naturally comes. And I started saying it. God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. Actually, the first person I said that to ended up coming here to work for me. <laughs> they never believed, even though they witnessed me going through that process. Ninety days from that confession, everything changed till today. <laughs> till today, beloved. You're healed. You have to receive it. And then it will get to your mouth. Then it's over. It's done. He paid for it. That's the, the fact. He paid for it before you got saved. You have to let this word produce miracles. There will be testimonies everywhere of healing and deliverance. Receive it. Healing and deliverance. Receive it. In Jesus' name. <laughs> it's so simple. You need help to misunderstand it. That's how you receive your salvation. You believe he paid for it. No power could stop you from getting born again. As soon as you made up your mind, you asked the Lord to come in, he, he responded. That's the same way you receive healing. That's the same way you receive healing. Call today, 770-994-3777. Tell the prayer minister that you believe you're healed. Let that be your first testimony. Let that be your first expression of your faith an agreement with someone I'm healed I'm healed you say it every day thanking God for it expecting it to happen because he paid for it it's not something God is going to do it's something that he did before you get sick Jesus paid for it to break all these generational curses that's what faith is how can Jerry Savelle yes it's Jerry Savelle he had a stroke and was completely immobilized. They were holding cue cards like children for him to learn to read again. 
and to talk again. That's what I'm saying. I look at people that have accomplished greater things in faith than me, and I'm patterning after them. How are you going to be in such a vegetable situation? This is hopeless. And he still believed that he was healed. It's hopeless. I mean, like a vegetable. The ministry is over. They're teaching him how to read, how to speak. He's going to therapy and all this. Like a vegetable. <laughs> but he keeps saying, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. How do you, don't you see most of us will be devastated. You've been preaching faith all these years. You have a worldwide ministry and all of a sudden you end up like this. And he just believed God that he's healed. I'm telling you, it's so simple. You can junk it and say, well, it's not, it's not working. I don't know how long it took. He kept declaring he was healed and believing God for it and going through the therapy, going through the embarrassing moment, his wife having to lead him and tell him things. What is this? Cup, C-U-P, cup. Hey, can you imagine that? Jerry Savelle. And one day, <laughs> see, this one will blow. <laughs> one day, he received a word from the Lord. Go and crank up your motorcycle. Would he even remember how to, how, you see, hey, this thing don't make any sense. Go and crank up your motorcycle. They say, well, how would you remember even how to crank the motorcycle when you don't even know how to get out of the house? He's stumbling. He, hey, he went into the barn. He has all these motorcycles. And he kept looking at it, looking at it. And then it's like he remembered how to crank up the first one. He cranked it up and he started. He went to the second one. He went to the third one. I don't know how many motorcycles he has. By the time he finished cranking them up, he was totally and completely healed. Hey. I said, Jesus. <laughs> he said, he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. The family came home. Jerusalem was back. Totally healed. He's back preaching at the convention. <laughs> he came up to the podium, man, way over time, and gave the testimony. He told us, those of you that have sown seeds in Kenny Copeland Ministries for Jets, he said, remember now, he has the grace to get it, but he has to get it cash. That changed me. This was before a miracle of Ego One manifested. He said, listen, I'm the only one that don't have an international jet. He said, I have more offices overseas than Kenny Copeland. If it was most other ministers, they would blow up in anger. He said, I have more offices overseas than Kenny Copeland. And Brother Copeland has an international jet. I don't have one. By the time I saw him at the next meeting for Kenny Copeland, he announced that he already got the jet. Those guys, heavy guys sitting there, they punted up all the money. Hey, God said, follow them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. How you go from stroke and be like a vegetable, now you got your international jet and cruising the world. You can judge them all you want to, make noise all you want to, but they got all the breakthroughs you desire. You just don't have the humility to follow and learn. I'm three minutes way over time. Lord bless you. God keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.